0: You have wondered what you would be able to do if you were the ultimate version of you, right? You would then have an easy time creating what you want, and yes, effortlessly enjoying life too. Now, you may know this already, the influence you have over your reality is far beyond what you've been told. Soon, you realize that your outer world is merely a mirror of your inner world, and we're here to connect the dots for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to God Mode. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to God Mode. You've got Michael and I this week. And uh, we're going to be talking about a topic that I think is rather exciting. It's something that is hidden in plain sight that a lot of people just never considered to be something very important. You've heard the saying it's good to have thick skin. You've heard the saying that having thick skin is, is something that you need to um, possess, that, that ability to maintain and or have that thick skin in sales, in persuasion, in pitching investments, in just about anything in life to be able to have that thick skin. Now, that's interesting because on the flip side, there's that, there's that um, vulnerability movement where we need to be vulnerable, we need to be open, and and be okay sharing the vulnerable side of things. We're gonna address both because this actually holds the key to building a really, not only a strong, powerful mind, but the most effective, efficient programs that produces actual results that you want. See, let's, let's jump right in. It's not really about having thick skins or not thick skins because think about what thick skin really implies. It implies that there's something you need to protect inside, right? If you're, if you're in sales, let's say you do sales, right? Um, and, and some people, you know, and some of our students in sales God will will experience the same thing. When, when you go and do sales, people say, hey, you gotta have thick skin because it's okay to get rejected. It's, it's okay to have people not say yes to you. Uh, people say no, right? Here's my question. Who says it's not okay to begin with to be rejected? Why do we need someone to tell us it's okay to get rejected? As if there's something wrong, right? when someone rejects you. Because there's that negative connotation in rejection, right? Because rejection oftentimes is tied to what values, your values, your identity, how much value you are or you bring to society, to others, to your family, to, to yourself, to your client. So oftentimes people who who have thick skins or who claims to have thick skins, they are actually protecting something inside, which is a self-devaluation. An act or a behavior where they actively or passively devaluating themselves. Now, I'm not saying that's always the case. What I am saying is based on our observation of the many, many wonderful individuals that we got to serve and organizations and people, and even outside of our trainings, we have seen some very interesting patterns. People, when they, use, when they say they, they have thick skin, it really means, because think about it, why would you need thick skin if there's nothing you need to protect inside? There's something to protect. And oftentimes is that self-devaluation that we don't want other people to see, we don't want other people to know that we're not valuing ourselves. We don't want other people to 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 think anything less about ourselves when they find out whatever that we're we're protecting inside. Right now, look, I'm not saying we all need to be saints and 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 like God level and in all things, right? And I'm not saying that. What I am saying is being human, being so called imperfect is not only okay, in fact, that allows us to express who we oftentimes, who we really are, right? Um, however, if we were to bring that scenario back to uh, this understanding, back to sales, persuasion, pitching deals, and frankly, just in general, where we need to use our ability to influence, to get things done. If we bring, that in, bring this into that context, we gotta consider, thick skin itself in and of itself is a limitation because it presupposes other programs that are inside that are not functioning effectively or efficiently and they have to be somehow tucked away and protected so it's a layer that protects bad programs not something we want
1: yeah that last part is so key and you know william i'm you know this I was that client that you spoke of that when I came to you, I had thick skin and I actually wore it as a you know, badge of honor, a pride to some level because growing up in the environment I did, it was said a lot. You need to have thick skin to live in New England. It's cold here. You need to have thick skin to play football because you know, it's a tough sport. And that's why I naturally gravitated to sales because I was told, hey, you want to be In sales, you're going to have to have thick skin. You're going to knock a lot of doors. You're going to get a lot of nose. You're going to be good at this, actually, because you do have thick skin. Your last point, I never considered that point, though, when obviously before I had the training. What was I trying to protect inside that I didn't believe was a value, something that was weak to some level. So this topic is something that definitely hits home for me I know it hits home for a few of my friends and family members and a few of our clients. So definitely excited to explore more on this one because I think if someone who is doing sales right now can begin to if they had like myself had that thick skin or they believe that's good to have in sales, if they can deconstruct that a little bit, there's gonna be some things that open up for them on this podcast for sure.
0: Yeah. You know, I was on the same boat. I um I got into sales when I was um, 16 years old selling uh, cable TV and internet on the streets of Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And I developed some, you know, what other people may call thick skin. And I, f- I thought that way about myself too. I was like very proud of it. And then I realized, wait a second, who says I need to have thick skin as if this is a mechanical or, or, or very, um, I mean frankly mechanical might be the best way to put it a very mechanical process which some people think sales are right however i you know many of us have heard this and regardless of where you're from anyone who's been involved in any sort of martial arts have heard of the name bruce lee and he has something very interesting to say he said be like water and when i re- i remember hearing that for the first time i'm like wait a second I can't be like water if I have thick skin. I mean, maybe you could, maybe you couldn't, but in my mind, thick skin was actually, and, and you've seen this, you've seen objects that are extremely hard. They tend to be brittle. So how do you flow like water if one is brittle? And, and so that, that analogy in my mind not only hit me really hard it caused me to rethink everything it caused me to rethink everything about sales and persuasion and that period of my life i i had actually already done quite a bit of sales been involved in different i would say different industries in and in doing sales and it was really good for me to have that new perspective after having some experience i mean For example, in, in our sales guide training, we, I mean, it's a training for people that are seasoned sales professionals. It's typically not the newbies training. That being said, people that have done a lot of sales, regardless of industry, when they come through, come through that training, some of them will have the mindset like, Hey, you know, if I just have thick skin, I can do really well. And you're just going to give me some skills to help me do well. Right. And, and But they don't know what those skills necessarily are when they first show up in the training. But you'll find that, I mean, this is, this is not a secret. If you're in our sales card training, we talk a lot about how to be flexible, how to be able to get into your client's mind in the most ecological way possible to understand them. How do you get into someone's mind if you have thick skin yourself? You can't even get past your own skin. I mean, I'm speaking very metaphorically here. But if your attention is on yourself of how to protect what's inside that is not actually properly programmed or optimized, how do you get into other people's minds and understand what they want and what they need? And how do you think we can serve our clients or our friends and family better if we don't understand them, right? So I think a key part of having a massively successful career in sales, in persuasion, in investment um, and other industries that require your your skills to, you know, require you to be highly skilled in influencing others, I think it begins with not having a thick skin.
1: Yeah, and the reason, you know, why someone who maybe want to know why this is so important to them as they're listening right now and contemplating this money is such a massive part of our lives and if we have a complex equivalence tied to how we create and collect money something like thick skin that's going to filter into other areas of our lives as well for example when i had the belief of thick skin that you know in sales you're going to have to go through a lot of no's. I might have unconsciously projected no's and created no's, missed opportunities for me in sales just because I had a belief that I had to go through no's to eventually get a yes's. How many sales could have been easier for me and could have got it right away if I didn't have a belief that, oh, I need to go through these no's first? How many more opportunities could have I have had if I had simply had a belief that it can be easy and effortless if I had some training and skills behind it, some of the things that we now knowing that we teach in sales God. If I had those skills back then, I can only imagine how many more deals I would have done real estate. And that was a strange industry to be in, but it was still a profitable one. Where I'm going with that is when I had that complex equivalence of thick skin, that then filtered into other areas of my life. Romantic relationships, a lot of no's that I projected because for some reason I had to have thick skin to find the one that say yes. Now, not something that I consciously was making the decision of, It was an unconscious decision. And as William said, there was something that I was trying to protect inside that I was devaluing, that I didn't think that I was worthy of love in some ways. So you can see how this macro, just one belief filtered into areas of my life. So if you're listening to this and you feel like that might resonate with you, if you feel like, hey, in some way I relate to this, this is why you may want to learn how to deconstruct something like this, why you may want to learn how to reprogram it. Because I'll tell you, every time I went to a door and I got that word no, I'm recording that in my mind. I'm recording that outcome of the no in my mind, and I'm playing the tape of thick skin is good. It's okay. I'm still doing it right. When in reality, what am I creating? I'm creating more resistance and more struggle for myself by that. And we talk about it many times, what we play on the screen of our mind we're going to see as the projection on the world. Yeah.
0: You know, that's a fantastic point. Sometimes we, we build up these complex equivalents of, you know, having success in sales equals, we have to have thick skin. That means we have thick skin. That's, that's a program in and of itself. And, and we live our, our lives and experience our realities abiding by these rules that are unconscious. And create the next moments based on these rules that are made up by people that are not actually smarter. And that's that's unfortunate. And in fact, a side topic that's completely that's actually not even a side topic, that's completely related, is that if you want to think of a way to explain what thick skin is, is that we really care about what people think. And we care too much. So we have to dial down the volume button. We have to dial down that internal that 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 signal right that we get from from you know how we perceive other people communicate or or behave towards us and so if you want to be someone think about this really think carefully over the next 10 seconds i want you to think carefully about what i'm about to say one would be really easy to manipulate if you or that person cares too much about what other people think of you because other people have full control of how they think of you and you don't, right? Therefore, you're in a way under their control. So if you don't resolve that, how would you ever have true freedom if you're under other people's control, right? So thick skin actually can have other consequences that we may or may not be aware of or want, right? And, and think about this. Uh, I'll say it this way. If you have thick skin, another thing that it prevents you to do from you know prevents you from doing because it's not just a one way, right? People people, if you dial down that that knot, that that uh, data or or that 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 reception or, or the, the ability to receive signal and, and the volume button, whatever you call it, right? If you dial that down and you're not getting that strong of a signal because you're like, well, because that's really what thick skin is, is we turn down the volume. So the outside events don't bother us. But here's the thing. If you resolve that, that negative emotion or that feeling or that that whatever program that's going on inside that causes you to feel unworthy or, or incompetent or incapable or, or whatever it is, that's attached to an external perception or projection, what people say of you, how people respond to you, if they say yes or no. If you, if you detach how you feel about yourself to that thing that we just talked about, how people respond to you, you begin to free yourself. You begin to free your mind. The the huge side effect of having thick skin is, I think, best illustrated with this next metaphor that I'm going to share with you. For those of you ladies out there, some of you are ladies who are listening to this. Um, have you ever tried doing makeup without a mirror? And guys, you can imagine the same thing. Have you ever tried doing makeup, or have you ever seen anyone doing makeup without a mirror? Not as easy. Not as easy, right? Why do we have mirrors at clothing stores? Have you ever like gone and bought clothes but never looked at it in the mirror? Why is a mirror so important? See, the mirror gives us a different way of perceiving ourselves. Understand that your external reality is that mirror. Instead of having thick skin, which is really blurring our own vision of what our mirror is showing us, we have clear vision. We decide to have clear vision. You know, a lot of people come to our training, like the, uh, I'd like to use sales God as an example, because we're talking about sales and, and you know, persuasion and influence, Right. And which, by the way, we have, we have a, we actually are launching the virtual version of sales God, which is live. It's not recorded. It's live, at least for now it's live and you can join us live. And then, um, you can actually come to, and it prepares you for the in-person life. So you get the virtual life and then you get the in-person life. Um, and of course you can actually even buy them separately. So. But that's another topic. What I want to bring up is those people who come to our sales guy event, one question that we get that's very interesting, I think it's worth for you to hear, um, is that what, people, what if people say no? What if I, I get all these skills and then people still say no? What do I do? What do I do? What would you do if people tell you no and you don't have thick skin? How do you handle that? Now, I know that uh, Michael obviously knows the answer, but I, I, I don't want to answer you just yet. I want to give you a hint. I want you to think about how this mirror outside, if we blur our vision so that we couldn't see what's going on outside in this mirror, we wouldn't do as good of a job in the case of makeup. Makeup, right? In the case of buying clothes, we may not pick the right clothes for ourselves. This mirror is essential for us to get a different perspective and humans need different perspectives to know how to address these programs that may not be optimized yet. So if I may suggest that the humans in this world are there to help us perfect the very expression of who we really are, a perfect expression of the ultimate you. Not perfection but the perfect expression of the ultimate you you deserve to be the ultimate you and so if you don't have that mirror it's going to slow it down it's going to delay the process if you were to jump into sales right if you were to if you were to do sales if you were to do uh, any sort of persuasion influence speaking if you do more and more of those things as we suggest to all of our sales got students, do more of this, the, the things that we, we call persuasion and sales and influence. Not just because, sure, it's, there's a reason that industry, if you do well, you get paid more. Mm-hmm. But that is also one of the most effective ways. Mm-hmm. That is one of the most effective ways of getting feedback. That is one of the most effective ways of experiencing the mirror. That is the ultimate training for you to step out of the so-called thick skin. If you have one, right. And, and develop the real you inside.
1: And when you develop that mirror you begin to realize that the actor of who we are and the observer, they're not too different. They're actually one and the same. And that's a huge skill set to develop for anyone, whether you're in sales or any, the actor and the observer to switch back and forth from those. I think a good point to touch on, William, is to ask you this question for our listeners who still might be going off past evidence procedures of, hey, I've had to acquire a lot of no's and a lot of struggles. Therefore, this is why I have this belief about thick skin. I think it's important for us to highlight we're not saying that, you know, within the four stages of learning, as you're going through and learning something, that there's not going to be feedback, that there might not be setbacks, right? It's about the specific of the thick skin complex equivalents and what that might do to the macro program of someone's operating system. Because we know that as we're learning, there's still going to be feedback, yeah? And we know that we can still grow and learn from that. It's about what are we then attaching. And associating those labels to.
0: I love that you brought this up. Let's address the elephant in the room. Once again, what if people say no? Right? It's actually a good thing. The problem that initiated the other problem that we call thick skin, the original problem was not knowing how to deal with feedback. People who are afraid of failure, who are afraid of no's, they are not. They don't know how to deal with feedback. If you welcome feedback and know how to process that feedback into usable data, all of a sudden, you're going to love feedback. That's why there's that saying out there, have as many no's as possible. But it's not about having as many no's as possible. It's about having as much feedback as possible. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason that we exist as Upgrade. It's to give you these data that has been extracted from other people's no's and yeses. So that you don't have to go through everyone's lessons yourself. Because think about it. Imagine if I had to build Apple computer every time from scratch, my own Apple computer from scratch every time I need a new computer. That would be insanely time consuming. But no, I just go and buy it, just order it from Apple's. And some brilliant people out there are building these machines, so I don't have to. We are here, literally building the software for the human mind so that you can experience the feedback without going through the experiences that a lot of people think you need thick skins to go through. So now that brings us to the next question. What are you going to do? How are you going to learn from feedback so that you can experience no fear, no, no worries about feedback or other people's nose? Yeah. And O's, right? And you're not worried about people saying anything to reject you because the number one lesson that you got to start learning, if you're listening to this podcast, I hope you take this away with you, especially if you've gone through our trainings. And if not, you know, look, this is a key question. So, So think carefully what can I learn from? anything about my past, what can I learn right now? What can I learn right now that allows me to feel worthy of the success that I want? And and there are variations of this question. What can I learn right now so that I feel worthy of my goals? Especially now, new year, right? Think about it. What can I learn right now from myself or about myself or about this world or about anything at all, about my past, about my future? What can I learn? Anytime you are faced with feedback, ask the question, what can I learn from this so that I can have what I want? Which in this case may be your new year goals, which may be something important to you, which may be creating more income, more success, more happiness, any of them. Remember, the question is, what can I learn from it so that I can feel deserving or so that I can be the ultimate me? This learning is how you can train your unconscious mind. So mark mark this next 10 second. Remember what I'm about to say in these next 10 seconds, please. You're training your mind to be not only okay, but welcome and experience Joy and even a delightful pleasure as you get feedback. So, no longer will you need a th- thick skin. You'll just learn. You'll be savoring feedback. So, any no's or failures, they won't be the whatever general public thinks, you know, no's and failures are. To you, it's a beautiful, beautiful, safer, very sweet, even depending on your fre- preference right feedback so we'll we'll leave this with you today thanks for listening we will we'll talk to you next week you'll see us again we'll uh, have a wonderful week and happy new year everyone
1: have a good one guys